Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what's up? This is Trent Shelton. Some people know me as an author, as a speaker, as an athlete. Some people know me as the guy whose videos pop up in their social media feeds. But at the end of the day, I'm simply a man on a mission. I want to help you transform your life using the exact tools I use to transform mine. I won't say I have all the answers, but I will do everything I can to help you find yours. My goal isn't to reach millions. My goal is to reach you. Welcome to Straight Up. Let's get it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are far too kind. Welcome to today's episode of Straight Up. Listen, I stepped outside today. I stepped outside just before I recorded this podcast episode, and it was still very, very, very peaceful outside. So that only can mean one thing. We are still in protect your peace season. And listen, protect your peace season looks different for everybody, but I really hope you're enjoying this. I really hope that you're understanding the importance of protecting your peace. And I really hope it's influenced you to go get the book because the book dives in deep on so many different levels and peace is the most important thing that we can have. So make sure you pre-order the book, join the Facebook club. We have so many cool bonuses, man, that I'm doing for you guys. Like I don't want to name them all. It'll take forever, but like a lot of cool bonuses to persuade you to pre-order the book because pre-ordering the book matters to me, depending on when you listen to this episode. You might be listening to this episode 10 years from now and the book is already out. But I want to jump into today's episode. I don't want to waste any time. We're going to dive deep on this. Okay, so give me your time. We're going to dive deep. But I know this will help your life. I'm going to speak to your common sense brain today. And I want to be clear. I don't want you like overthinking. I don't want you overanalyzing, like kicking people out your life and, you know, oh, this isn't perfect, so they must not be for me. I believe that that sometimes we misjudge, like, we misjudge that a lot. Like, we, we think that just because something isn't perfect, it isn't right for us. Like, nothing in this world is going to be perfect, right? But you got to ask yourself, like, what's worth fighting for? Like, that's something that you got to get clear on that, you know, that's a you thing. And I do believe in the power of relationships and friendships, like, wholeheartedly. So do not take this from this episode. But I got to keep it real with you. Like, some of us, we have the wrong people in our life. And we're expecting our life to be right. We're expecting to have peace in our life. We're expecting to have joy in our life, but we're continuously keeping the wrong people in your life. And I want to talk about five people that will do you wrong. Okay. Five people that will do you wrong. For some of you, you might not have none of these people, which is excellent. For some of you, you might have a few of these people. For some of you, you got all of these people. And if you got all of these people or even some of these people, you need to do some surgery and cut some of these people out your life or limit their interactions with it or physically distance yourself, uh, increase the proximity so you're not close to this because you will see these things will affect your life. A lot of people aren't living in their peace because they got the wrong people around them. And it's just facts. So let's jump right into this. Number one, okay, five people that will do you wrong. Number one, the person, I'm speaking to your common sense brain, the person that hates their life will always try to find ways to keep you from loving yours. Do you know a person like this? 
right? Have you been around a person like this? Maybe you've been that person at a time, but this person hates their life. And I'm not saying people who hate their life can't help you to love yours because there are people out there. There are, you know, fairies out there. <laughs> there are angels out there, unicorns out there that, you know, hate their life, but they hate the moments of their life right now. Maybe they don't hate their life, but maybe they hate the season that they're in, but they still root and cheer for their friends and still want to elevate their friends. There are people out there like that, which are great individuals, but I'm talking about the people that my grandma used to tell me, hey, that person is miserable, Trent, and their misery is seeking company. Their misery is trying to find company. And every time you do something right, because I would have conversations every, with my grandma and grandparents and my mom and my dad and people that I love, every time you do something right, can't you see they're bringing you down? So my question is, how do you think your life is going to be better if you're keeping somebody around you that hates their life, that ultimately ends up hating yours, they hate your happiness, they hate your joy, they hate that you're peaceful, they hate that you're winning because they're not winning. And so they become what I call emotional contagious, okay? Emotional contagion, let me break this down for you. Emotions can be contagious. I always say this, do you want to catch what they got? For me, when I got away from people who hated their life, my life became better. When I got away from people, I'm going to just say this, they hated their relationship and that's all they talked about, how much their relationship sucks and, and how much their relationship is this or that, the relationship they're choosing to still stay in or how much they hate their job. And it's always what they hate. And I got away from that because not saying they were a bad person, but they had bad energy and I didn't want to catch that. I didn't want to be around that. I didn't want your energy to start affecting mine. People are emotional contagious. Okay. So, so just start thinking about it like that. This person is emotional contagious. Their emotions are contagious. It's called emotional contagion. Emotionals, emotions can be contagious. And when you spend time with someone who is consistently unhappy and negative, you may start to absorb, you will start to absorb their negative energy and that will affect your overall mood and outlook on life. Okay. I call it the bitter spirit, right? They plant seeds of bitterness in your spirit because their spirit isn't fulfilled. Their spirit isn't happy. Like, do you know a person like this, right? It's always the Debbie Downer. It's always looking for the negative. It's always trying to dim your light. And some of us, we're keeping our life around light dimmers where we feel guilty for shining our light. We feel guilty for succeeding. We have that success guilt because we feel like we can't share our wins or share how happy we are because when we get around these people, all they want to do is talk about what's wrong with their life. And you sitting there hiding your wins. You're sitting there hiding your happiness. Like, we're going to protect our peace for real? Like, you ain't got to hide your happiness. For people? What kind of life is that? Well, you got to dim down your light because you don't want to shine too bright around them because they're going to try to dim it. They're going to try to put bitterness in your winning, bitterness in your growth, bitterness in everything that you do. These are the people that change the subject so quickly. When you're talking about the good things in your life, they find a way to tear that down. They find a way to find something wrong with the things that are going right in your life. And I know you might know a person like that or knew a person like that, or you might encounter a person like that, but you can't keep your life around that. If you're around, as I call a light dimmer, and protect your peace season. We call these people peace invaders. <laughs> if you're around these type of people, you are a person, you have to make the mature decision 
to say, you know what? I got to protect my peace. Like, I love you, bro. But I love you from a distance. I can't be around this. Because every time I'm around you, every time we get on a phone call, it's about some negative. It's about something wrong. Listen, I don't mind helping people with their problems. Y'all know my famous quote. I don't mind helping people with their problems until their problems become my problems. That becomes a problem. right? I don't mind helping you with your problems. I don't mind helping you out of the life that you hate. I don't mind helping you out of your unhappiness. I'm going to do that as a friend. I'm going to do that as a partner. I'm going to do that as a homie. But what I'm not going to do is try to help you and you keep yourself in the situation, in the problem. And now your problem becomes my problem. Now your spirit affects my spirit. Now your energy affects my energy. Like, I'm not going to do that. And you can't do that either. Life is too short to be around misery, to be around unhappiness. You should be able to shine your light unapologetically. And you should be shining your light unapologetically. And if you feel like you can't shine your light, that is telling you right now that you're around the wrong environment, you're around the wrong people. Okay? So get away from the person that hates their life, that's not willing to work and change their life, that wants to make you hate your life that you love. Get Get away from those type of people. Get away from the person that hates their life, doesn't like their life, and wants to make you hate yours so you can join them in hating life. Okay, number two. Another person that will do you wrong, okay, is a person that you left in your past. The person that you left in your past will always try to find ways to ruin your future, to mess up your future, okay? The person that you left in your past, for a reason, obviously, right? Whatever reason you had, these people will try to ruin your future. These people will try to bring you back to your past. I always say one of the most dangerous uh, people that you can encounter as a person that loved your past, right? That your past was beneficial to them. Like they love the old version of you because the new version of you probably isn't beneficial to them. The new version of you, they can't take advantage of. The new version of you, maybe they're not around. The new version of you, you know, they can't use. And so they want to tie you back to the old version of you. So the person that you left in the past, be very aware. This is the type of person that always tries to remind you of your past. This is the type of person that tries to bring you to the things that you outgrew in your past. They try to bring you back to certain environments, right? This is the person that really wants to bring you back down, right? You're rising above too much or you're growing too much or you're succeeding too much. And they feel like you left them behind. I got to say this, and y'all know I say this a lot. Please, when it comes to moving on with your life, when it comes to doing better with your life, don't allow the guilt bug to bite you. Don't allow the guilt of, man, I left them behind and they're telling you that and they're telling people that and people feel like, man, you ain't hanging around so-and-so no more, man. You doing better. You changed. You switched up. No, you didn't leave them behind. They chose to stay behind. Okay. They chose to stay behind. And I'll give you a few reasons on why these people act like this. So you can understand. Number one, in no particular order, but the first thing that comes to my mind is resentment or anger. Right? If the person you left in your past feels hurt, rejected, and I'm sure they do, because they'll justify in their brain why you're the person that did them wrong, even though they probably did all the wrongs. But if you if, if the person you left in your past feels hurt, rejected, or angry, you know, after a breakup, separation, after etc., they will try to retaliate and seek revenge. Right? Their actions, and this happens all the time. Here's another quote for you that I always say. Some people think the best way to heal their pain is to give pain. 
So when some people are hurt and they're going through their period of like realization, as I call it, realization, like this person ain't going to be in my life no more. This person has moved on. Like, dang, like I'm in my new normal. Like this is what they think because they know that you didn't bounce. They know that you didn't seem greater. They know that you didn't seem better. And so they're like, man, you know, I'm going to go get the life. Like you're like, I'm going to go with the life that's made for me. They want to keep you from going to get that life. So their actions may be driven by a desire to make you experience the same felt, the same pain that they felt. Or number two, like lack of closure. And listen, you're not responsible to give somebody closure necessarily because some people are oblivious to closure. Like you can tell them in black and white, like why you are no longer in your past, like why no, why you're no longer living your life. And sometimes it's not even the people that you're moving on from. You just don't want to live that life no more. So in my journey, like I didn't want to live a certain lifestyle no more anymore. So it wasn't like I left people in my past. No, I left the things that didn't serve my life in my past. And unfortunately, y'all wanted to stay there. But sometimes the lack of closure. So when a relationship or a friendship like ends, okay, without proper closure in their eyes, you know, they might believe that, like, let me say I can put this down. If they're struggling to move on, right, maybe you're moving on efficiently and effectively, but they're struggling to move on, they might believe that by disrupting your future, disrupting your growth, they can regain a sense of control or closure, right, if that makes sense, okay? Another thing, like, is desperation. Like, in some cases, individuals will become desperate and resort to disruptive behavior as a way to regain your attention or try to bring you back into their life or bring you back in their eyes, back down to life. They believe that causing chaos will force you to interact with them again. This is a big one. And I see this all the time when people are trying to move on and move forward and you're trying to create a better future. And this is probably the biggest thing that can tie you back to your past or make you go back to a person you don't want to become, make you go back to a character you outgrew, make you get emotionally back attached to the situation, is that they'll try to force chaos. They'll try to make you respond, whether that is talking about you online, whether that is uh, talking, spreading gossip about you to other people, whether it's, you know what I mean, basically making a show so you can pay attention. And your attention is the best thing that you can give them. So understand, like, these are the type of people that literally see you going to succeed in your future, and they're no longer going to be a part of your future or benefit from your future. So they're going to try their best to sit here and chain you back to your past. Do not let it happen. And I'll just throw in this too. Sometimes it's unresolved emotional issues. If the person that you're dealing with has unresolved emotional issues or personal problems, they have a chance to project these issues onto you and your future endeavors, right? They might see you as a target. Oh my gosh. They might see you as a target for your, for their frustrations or as a symbol of what they cannot achieve. I'm going to repeat that to you because some of us, we get like, man, like we get so hurt. Like everything I did for this person or like, I'm just trying to go win with my life. Like why are they trying to make me lose? Like I'm just trying to move forward. Why are they trying to bring me back? And like you getting your feelings. I get it. I've been there. But I want you to hear this sentence again. They might see you as a target for their frustrations or as a symbol of what 
they could not achieve. Sometimes you become a target just because you're doing better. Sometimes you become a target just because you're doing what they didn't have the courage to do. Sometimes you become a target because you are what they wish they could be or they want to be. They're not, but they're not choosing to be. So again, don't take it personal, but don't keep your life around this. Don't get pulled back into this. You keep growing. You keep changing. You keep elevating. Number three, let's jump into number three, y'all. By the way, I hope this is really helping your life. Like I'm really trying to dive in deep on this to like give you some context around it and really give you some tactical things. So make sure you get in my inbox. Make sure you share this. I believe this episode is an episode that so many people need to hear. But let's get to number three. All right, five people that will do you wrong. Number three, the person that sees you as an opportunity will act like they're for you when they're really just for themselves. I always like to say this, man. Like, there's people, and I've dealt with these people, that will literally act like they're for you. They'll pray for you. They'll kick it with you. They'll do everything for you to gain your trust. They'll do everything for you, right, to make it seem like they really got your back. They'll talk great about you. They'll do all the things right. But their intentions ain't right. So I always tell people, words can, words can lie, actions can lie, people can lie, but the energy never lies. So trust the energy that somebody gives you. Like if something feels off, pay attention to that. Trust your discernment, right? Trust your internal alignment, which we talk about in the book. It's a principle of protecting your peace. You've got to trust your internal alignment. And I'm not saying overthink things, overjudge things. I'm not saying everything... Something, everything that is too good is not true. I'm not saying that. I don't believe in that, but I do believe in energy and I do believe energy doesn't lie. And there's people literally that see you as an opportunity. They see you as a come up. They see you as, in some, in the dangerous part, some of you don't even see yourself as that because you're thinking like, well, I'm not in a certain position or, you know, I don't have this, I don't have that. So why would somebody see me as a come up? But some people like users, manipulators, they're very good at seeing things in people that those people can't see in themselves because they know that if they can take advantage of you for their own good, if they can take advantage of you to for them to climb higher and you have no like idea of your greatness, no idea how good you are, you don't even understand that you're a part of their plan to elevate their life. Like some of you are a part of their scheme, and I'm not saying all of you, but don't overthink this, but sometimes if it's like, man, like this, something seems off, you could be a part of their scheme to their success. They could be using you to take their life to the next level. I've dealt with this so many times with people that I'm not a friend. I've realized that, and I'm always right because once I once I cut off the benefits, or once I'm no longer the opportunity, then Everything changes. So I want to give you all some tactical things right quick, what to look for in these situations. Okay, number one, excessive flattery. Okay, opportunists, because that's what we call them, they, <laughs> they opportunists in a negative way, may excessively praise or compliment you to gain your, your favor and trust. They do this to manipulate you into believing that they genuinely support your interests. So when somebody is over the top, I pay attention. When somebody's, and listen, there's kind people in the world that speak life into your life. But again, you feel the genuine spirit of a person. But the excessive flattery, especially if you're not used to being flattered, you might think, oh, my gosh, like this person is for me. This person is perfect. They're telling me all the things that I want to hear. 
Of course, somebody who wants to gain your trust and seize you as an opportunity will tell you everything you want to hear. As I like to say, they will secure your insecurities. So you can think that, oh, this person is for me when they are far from it. Number two, like look for the charm and charisma, right? They may be charming and charismatic, which can make it easier for them to win your trust and convince you to collaborate with them, right? The charm, the charisma, like these people literally that see you as an opportunity, they got this down pat. Number three, conditional support. I always say when it really gets real, you're going to see who's real. Opportunists often provide support or assistance but it usually comes with strings attached. And the thing about it is that you probably don't see the strings that are attached. Those strings are damn near invisible and you don't see it. So yeah, in big moments in your life, when you need somebody to be there for you, they will make sure they're there for you, but there's strings attached to it. And they'll usually bring it up down the line. When you start to move on from them, they'll tell you, well, I did this for you. I did that for you. Like if I'm going to do something for somebody, no strings come attached with it. I'm doing it because my heart says to do it. They might, they might only help you if they believe, like, let me just say this. They're only going to help you, these type of people that see you as an opportunity, they're only going to help you if they believe that it's ultimately beneficial for them, okay? And I'll give I'll give a, a few more of these. This is, before we move forward to number four, short-term focus, Okay opportunity opportunists aren't gonna people who who see the opportunity people they're not gonna do it long term right and they they value their time they they probably have deadlines on like their next level and where they gotta go they're not patient people you know now there's some people that will play their position like you know what i mean for a long time but i'm just telling you most times it is short-term focus opportunists tend to have short-term perspective Okay, and I'm primarily interested in immediate gains, even if it means sacrificing long-term relationships or trust. They don't care about the long-term relationship. What they care about is the short-term gain in their scheme or plan to take their life to the next level. So I'm going to tell you right now, man, if you got people in your life that only see you as an opportunity and how you can see that again is, is trust the energy. How you can see it is like they're only around for big moments or even if they're around for the hard moments, like check their intentions, like really sit back and ask yourself, okay, like why is this person really here for me? Do they really care about me or do they want something from me? Okay, because there's people that will act like they're for you, but they're really just for themselves. Number four, the person that wants your spot will do anything to make you lose your position beware. Okay. There might be some people in your life. These are, you know, this is number four people who would do you wrong. There might be some people in your life that literally want your position. It could be a relationship. That's why you got to be aware sometimes of the people speaking on your relationship, giving advice to your relationship. I've seen it a lot of times where the friend is giving the friend advice on their relationship. They break up and then guess what? The friend is with they guy or with they girl. I've seen it happen a lot. I've seen it happen where even at work, where the coworker is giving you advice and telling you to do X, Y, Z, you end up getting fired. And guess who gets your spot? That coworker. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has ill intentions. That's not the message on this podcast, but it is a message to be aware. Like I remember when I was playing football and I'm not going to say the team. I remember that 
you got to realize it's competition, right? And that's what you got to understand with a lot of things. Like, and I'm going to talk about that here shortly, that it's competition. So even at your job, it's competition. Like some people want your spot in football. It's do or die. Like we're fighting for roster spots. So some people will do whatever they got to do because they can't beat you on the field. They want to beat you off the field. And what that means is that they're going to put you in an environment where you look like you're not a focused player. And they would do that with some of the rookies. They would, hey, let's go out tonight. Let's party. Let's do all the things. And it will get back to the team that this guy isn't focused. This guy parties a lot. You get this narrative put around your life. And that kind of what happened to me, even though I wasn't partying like that. I remember they bringing me in when they released me and said, hey, you like, we heard you like to go out. I'm like, what? Like, I don't go out like that. I've been out a few times with the guys. That's it. But I realized somebody put that in their ear so they can get me out the way. So you got to really understand, like, some people want your spot. They will make you do anything to lose your position, right? Some people will, we talked about in the last episode, some people will pull you out of character. They will pull you out your piece. They will make you look like you're, you have no self-control and all these things so you can lose your position. Don't let people trick you out of your position because, again, some people don't see you as a friend. Some people see you as competition, I want you to understand. Some people don't see you as a coworker. Some people don't see you as a homie. Some people don't see you as a teammate. They see you as competition, right? When multiple people or a person is like, if there's a limited number of positions or opportunities, or they feel like, man, they deserve the position that you in, or they want the position that you got, like it creates a competitive atmosphere. Like some people are comp- silently competing with you, and you don't even know it. That's why I say pay attention to the energy. Pay attention to how they look. Out the side of the eye, like when you catch somebody kind of looking at you like, damn, they're giving me a little weird look. That was kind of, pay attention to that. And I'm not saying overanalyze it, but pay attention to it. Some people will resort to unethical tactics to gain an advantage and secure their position for themselves. Like I said, I've seen it in relationships. I've seen it in business. And so you got to make sure like you don't keep your life around that. Like, you feel like somebody literally wants your spot and you can kind of feel the energy? Like, be aware. Pay attention to that. And last but not least, before we end this podcast, like five people that will do you wrong. Number five, I hope you're getting some out of this and I hope you really apply this and you share this because it's real. Five people that will do you wrong. Number five, the person that can't stand what's right about you will always try to expose what's wrong with you. This is the person that always tries to bring up your imperfections. This is the person that always tries to make you feel like you don't deserve what you have. This is the type of people that when your life is going great, they want to say, oh, well, like, well, they be doing this or they be doing that or or they ain't perfect. Like, I remember them in my past. I remember them in third grade. I remember them this and that. Like, those type of people. Like, when, when your life is going great, right, when they can't stand what's right about you. And I'll say this, man. One of my favorite quotes is that some people will only hate you because of the way other people love you. Some people will only start to hate you because they feel like they deserve the love. They deserve the credit. They deserve the praise when they ain't putting in no work to even get that, but they deserve it. Some people will literally only hate you, only despise you, only become envious of you, jealous of you because of the way other people love you. When people start to praise you, when people start to, man, this person is so great, such and such, man, they're such a good person. They help people. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't have that experience with them. Yeah. Like, I know they'd be helping people, but like there's a time, you know, they always try to drag your name through the mud when your life is clean, when your life is good. They want to be the cloud to your sunshine. And so 
if you start to hear that, I'm going to just be real. I have no tolerance for people like that. I have no tolerance for people who always want to bring up the imperfections. Like, this is the type of people when you're doing something. And some people are, like, trained to be analytical. I get it. Right? Some people are trained to be fixers. And it's just that personality. I'm not talking about a person like this. But these are the type of people that they find something wrong with everything that you do. Right? You can bring a Picasso painting and they're going to find something wrong with it. Well, that color, why you use that color? Or that's off. That don't look right. Oh, it's okay. These are the, oh, it's okay people. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, okay, it's okay. When they know it's great. These are the people that try to feed your mind with doubt, will try to feed your mind with insecurity, try to put that on your life to make you doubt who you are, to make you become blind to your greatness, become make you become blind to everything that you're doing. They want to make you lose confidence in yourself because they're not confident in their self. Okay, so I want to just challenge you. Listen to this podcast as we end. Like, don't keep your life around these five people. Okay, and I'm not saying be over analytic. I'm not saying that because I don't want you just to, oh, this person did one thing wrong that Trent said, then there I'm, no. But if you want to continue to protect your peace, you can't have people like this in your life. And some of you got all five, right? Some of you got a person in your life that might be all five of these in one. Maybe it's one, maybe it's two, maybe it's three, but you got to make a decision for your life. You got to make a decision for your future. You got to make a decision for your peace to say, you know what? I want to get around people who are going to be happy for me. I want to get around people who help me love my life more. I want to get around people to help me shine my light. I want to get around people that want to push me into a better future. I want to get around people who actually see me as a friend. I want to get around people who actually, you know, are happy for my position, like and cheering myself, cheering me on for my success. I want to get around people who love what's right about me and hate what's wrong about me. Like they want to change what's wrong about me to make me better. They want to challenge me. They want to call me out on stuff that doesn't lead my life to a better place. They want to be my accountability. I want to get around people like that. And if you can substitute, right, the people that are doing you wrong for the people that will do you right or the person Because it might be one person in your life that will do you right. And that's okay. That's enough. It will change your life tremendously. You will experience more peace in your life. But like I tell you, then every single episode, it all starts with you. Share this if you feel this. But please, man, don't just listen. Don't just hear. Make some changes if you need to make changes. Because as always, speaking to your common sense brain, nothing changes if nothing changes. So today, we're going to make a choice to change. It's rehab time. Let's get it straight up. Hey, what up, y'all? It's that time of the year. Everybody's talking about forming new and healthier habits. Change your habits, change your life, right? Listen, I love it. I'm sure you started some new habits this year. I know I did. But the question is, how are you tracking those habits? Have you ever wondered, like, which habits matter most? Which habits are you tracking daily, weekly, monthly? A lot of people know they need to improve their habits, but let's be real. They don't know where to start. That's why I think you'll love Growth Day, the world's number one, I didn't say two, three, four, number one self-improvement system. Growth Day, what it does is it helps you track proven habits that lead to long-term success, not that short stuff, long-term, lasting change, well-being, and positive relationships. And check this out. You can get a free trial right now at growthday.com. What you measure you can change. The reason people love Growth Day is that you can score your habits every day, week, month. And when you do, you get targeted classes to improve 
those habits. When you sign up today, you also get Growth Day's Mindset Journal, wellness challenges, and in-depth personal development courses from the industry's biggest names. And don't forget, I teach live every single month in Growth Day too. You got that right. Yes, every single month I teach a new personal growth topic to help you advance your life. Download Growth Day from the App Store on your phone or start your free trial right now at growthday.com. Let's get it. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. yep, I'm repeating for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies. So many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it.